Hello and welcome to today's Success Life Radio. My name is Eric Reed and I'm your host and your coach for this episode of Success Life Radio. And I want to talk to you about imagine the possibilities. So I encourage you to take out a pen and paper if you're so able and sit down and get ready for this episode of Success Life Radio. You are listening to the Success Life Live with Eric G. Reed. Please take a minute and comment, subscribe, like, or follow our show. And to stay up to date on events and teaching, check out ericgreed.com. So imagine the possibilities. That was sort of a quote that I picked up 20, 25, maybe even 30 years ago. I'm not really sure where it started or how it came in to my, my vocabulary, but I used to remember, I remember saying to kids all the time that when I worked in foster care and group homes and that community, I've just imagined the possibilities. Just imagine if, imagine if, just imagine the possibilities. Imagine if you decided to stay in school, what would the possibilities be? Imagine if you chose not to fight, what would the possible outcomes be? And that word of imagine impossible seemed to pull me forward, to pull the people that I was speaking for out of the current situation and into a future situation. It allowed us to leave the circumstances that we had sort of accepted as status quo, always going to be, never going to change, and just allow ourselves to daydream for a moment about all the things that maybe could possibly happen. And if they happened, how different life would be. And as I moved on in business, I continued to use that, imagine the possibilities when I would talk about clients we were working with. And I would say, just imagine if we could move this client, all the possibilities, or if we can do this, all the possibilities. And if we implement this, all the possibilities. It was sort of my way of getting over the fear bump of saying, hmm, I'm not sure how this is going to work. I'm kind of afraid of taking action. But if I could imagine taking the action, what would happen next? Now, for some people, I understand that's really dangerous territory. That's really frightening waters that they're one of those critical thinker people. You know, in DISC profile, we call them the C's or the high C's, that they need a lot of facts and figures and information to make a decision. And I love those people when they're on my team because they're the ones that question and make sure that I'm thinking clearly and, and gathering all the information to be at my highest and best. And so even in that, just if you had all the information, if all the answers lined up, what would it look like? And then what would be the possibility after that? You see, when we begin to imagine, we activate that creative divine spirit that's in us. And we can only imagine things that we've either seen, experienced, or know to exist. I mean, everything that comes into our imagination already exists somewhere else in the universe, whether it's in physical form or thought form or spirit form, it's all out there. And so when I take a moment and I say, imagine, Sometimes the first things that come to mind are very simple and very logical and very easy. They're the things that are within the first three feet of reach, so to speak. But if I allow myself to continue for a little bit longer, a little bit deeper, a little more silence, 
And I really start to let myself go into the world of imagine if. It becomes like a Disney movie where everything is possible from flying car- carpets and genies and bottles to dogs traveling in space and talking to princesses getting married to princes and happily ever afters occurring. I'm able to move from where I'm at to where I really, really want to be. And then, now that I've arrived there in thoughts, I simply have to ask myself, okay, now how do I get here? What would the next best step be? What would this person living in this place, this imaginary land, working with this client, working in this relationship, being involved in this kind of finances or this kind of business or being a recognized author or a fitness model or whatever it is, what would this person be doing today? What would their life look like? What would their thoughts sound like? Hmm. Maybe I'll start to do those things. Because it's possible that if I do those things that that kind of person would do, that I could actually become that kind of person. Now, so often we limit ourselves to saying, well, you don't understand. In the past, I've never been good at this. In the past, I've failed at that. No one around me has ever succeeded. I don't have these role models. I don't have those role models. I don't have these resources. I don't have that talent. And we begin to base everything about our future based on who we are right here and right now. And I tell you, that's just, it's just foolishness. Because in my mind, I can see the skinnier, healthier, happier, more prosperous, more loving, tender, kind, jovial person that I'm becoming or want to become. And if that person exists in the future, is real and as three-dimensional as the person in the past does, why do I choose to go back instead of go forward? Why do I choose to focus on the person that I was instead of the person that I can become? And I tell you, in part, it's because we've lost that ability as adults to imagine the possibilities. We've given up imagined possibilities and we've gotten stuck and practical. And it's not working, folks. It's not working for any of us. So how do we begin to recapture that imagine the possibility spirit? Well, I'm going to tell you it's simply by beginning to say it. Just imagine if. One of my little fantasy imagine-if moments is to buy a lottery ticket, you know, $1 lottery ticket. And I'll look down and it'll be worth $295 million or $400 million. And I'll think, okay, if I had $400 million, if I had $295 million, what would I do? What would all the crazy things that I do? And I'd be like, buy a house. And I'm like, okay, that covers, you know, maybe a million, maybe two million if I go really crazy. Oh, I'd buy a car. Okay, there's another 30. And pretty soon I realized how difficult it would be to spend $400 million. But in that journey of thinking about how to spend it, all of a sudden my mind is awakened to all these imagines and all of these possibilities. And so I exercise that imagination muscle. And in doing so, I train my brain 
that it's okay to imagine. It's okay to daydream. It's okay to think of all the possibilities that no harm will come. So then I begin to move it closer to home when it comes to projects and relationships and and clients and things that I'm working on. I begin to imagine what it would be like to have a healthier relationship with my partner, what it would be like to have a laughing and more jovial dinner table, what it would be like to be able to be stress-free about the bills and, and the finances in our family, or to have a healthier body, to be eating more fit, to have more energy, and to move more nimbly. I begin to think about what it would be like to have my business grow to the next level or work with different types of clients or to grow my client base and influence. I begin to think of all the different possibilities in the areas of my life that I have control over. And because my brain's been trained that it's okay to daydream, it's okay to imagine all the possibilities, that no harm will come, then I start to filter down and I look for one of the easy ones. I'll think, okay, you know, I imagine this. And it's not that big of a thing. It's kind of, you know, it's a, it's a safe daydream. It's a, it's an achievable one. So what would the next step be to moving towards it? And I take that step. And I take the next and the next. And pretty soon I realize, wait a minute. It's safe for me to venture out of comfort. It's safe for me to become new and grow and change. It's okay that I have daydreams and I begin to live them out. I am worthy of it, and it is worthy of me, and it creates more opportunities for me. But yet, so often we get stuck in this, well, I got to stay where I'm at. If I change anything, it'll just disrupt everything. Now is not the time. I'm not worthy. It's not mine to have. I don't deserve it. We go on and on and on. Today, I'm going to challenge you. Take a moment and imagine the possibilities. And if you need a little spark to get you started, go buy a lottery ticket. Heck, go buy two. What are they, a buck, two bucks a piece? And sit there and look at the number and say, if I won this, now I'm going to tell you what happens for most. The first time they're talking about paying off bills and paying off houses and credit cards and student loan debt. It's okay. Keep imagining Keep imagining, what is the most extravagant car? What is the most expensive convertible with four doors that you can buy? Look it up on Google. What is the price of an island? What is the cost to have a pony? Start to play with it. Look at the number. You know, it's funny recently when the lottery was like over a couple like I think it was $300, $400 million. And I looked down and I thought, what does $400 million look like? Like, what does that look like? Like, conceptually, I don't live in a $400 million world. So I started to Google actors, net worth. You know, I, I picked Tom Cruise and Ben Affleck and um, Angelina Jolie and, you know, celebrities, and I, uh, the Kardashians, I would start like, okay, what is their net worth? Like, what is their net worth? Because, and it was funny how many would come up with 30 million or 50 million. I'm like, really? Like when I look at their red carpet lifestyle, like their jetting and private planes, like their cover of magazine lifestyle, I would have assumed their net worth was so much more. 
And here I'm sitting with a ticket in my hand, an opportunity, a potential to be like twice as wealthy as uh, George Clooney, so to speak. And I thought, oh my gosh, what would my life look like if I had more money than George Clooney? I know it sounds silly. I know it sounds crazy. But when we allow ourselves to escape where we're at and be pulled into all of the possibilities, we tell ourselves that we're worthy of a bigger and better life and we begin to move towards it in whatever incremental we can. And that's what living a life of success is about. That's what living fully engaged is about. That's what being at your highest and best potential is, is not afraid to daydream and then act into those dreams and desires and hopes and goals. So I encourage you over again today, take a moment and pull out a sheet of paper and write down at the top of it, imagine the possibilities if, and then begin to answer that question. And then pick one item from that list and ask yourself, what would the next best step be to achieving that? And then take that step and then the next and the next. Because I tell you, you are fully worthy of it, my friend. This is your life and you have been called into it and it is so much bigger than you're allowing yourself to play. So go after it. Learn to live your life with success. It is yours and it is waiting for you. You've reached the end of another episode of the Success Life Live with your host, Eric G. Reed. Remember to stay connected with us at ericgreed.com for updates on events and teaching. Till next time, go out and live your life of success.